0: Do you want a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi million dollar portfolio of cash flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson, and today we're going to continue our series in interviewing my staff and kind of getting the who, when, the what, the why, the how, and really get into the operations. And in today's economy, guys, this is the game changer. This is the difference of being operationally sound because a lot of investors and me including, uh, have had challenging properties. And how do you get those challenging properties to become profitable? It is truly something that takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and it takes a team and a tribe to make it happen. So we're gonna get into it, but before we do it, a word from our sponsors.
1: Hey, this is Shelly Peterson, Corey's better half. My husband shares amazing stories of the good, bad, and ugly of apartment investing. And while many of you want to do this yourselves, We have found that a lot of you would like to invest alongside with us. If that is you, I want to invite you to get on a short webinar where we discuss our deal room and how you can be a part of our private investor club. Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar and register now. You won't be disappointed. Again, go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar. And we look forward to sharing our private deal room with
0: you. All right, we're back, guys. And so I have my COO of Kahuna Investments, Gannon Kaufman, here with us. What's up, Gannon? Morning. If you would, just give a brief history about yourself and your experience.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm a commercial real estate broker, leasing and investment sales guy, originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico. My wife and I and our four children relocated out to the Phoenix Metro about two years ago. I was working for a large commercial brokerage at that time and eventually transitioned over onto this side of the table. I wanted to get on the principal side of deals and ended up striking a deal with Corey and Shelly Peterson, who I had seen on stage years ago and read his books and followed his podcast. So I door knocked Corey and said, hey, I want to be a part of the team and tracking him down month after month for a period of time. I came on as the director of sales and marketing and then leveled up from there. Yep. So as the COO, just
0: kind of running and helping me get stuff. What does your job look like sometimes? Well, this is going to go on. What does Gannon do?
2: Yeah. So I would say to keep it pretty simple, I'm a professional problem solver a lot of the time, right? Micromanager, follow up is a lot of what we do. If people say they're going to do it, it doesn't always necessarily mean it's going to get done. So having systems and practices in place where we can hold people accountable. Put a time and a date and a deliverable on there to ensure its completion and continue to push a lot of different projects forward simultaneously, touch a lot of different parts of the business. We're obviously managing our expenses as tight as we can. We don't like to say we make money on appreciation or rent increases. I like to say we make money when we operate efficient properties, healthy, efficient, clean properties. So that's what we're hyper focused on.
0: And it's not always a perfect story. So, you know, we've got a couple of assets that are in we we'll call them red assets, right? Things that are below 90%. Yeah. And so on those particular properties, how do you liaison with uh, and we've not had her on the show yet, but she's going to be next, Katie Dalton, the property management side of things.
2: Right. Yeah. So we have daily calls, Candy and I. So we collectively do property management combined with asset management for our student housing portfolio and a couple of conventional multifamily assets. So we have, depending on the strategy for each property, we will have individual one-on-one calls together. We will also have separate calls with the property managers. And then we have opened that up now at this point to investor level calls, where we invite our investors to the table. Our GP investors. Yeah, our our co-GPs, correct. Right. And then we'll also have the local on-site boots on the ground property manager and Candy and I will be on there. And we will talk to the good, the bad, and the ugly of the property, talk through the highlights, the challenges, and what we're doing to address those. Yep. Now,
0: also, I mean, that's just one side. that's a property management side prong, but you're also, who else are you talking with within our company?
2: So I interface a lot with accounting. I interface a lot even with maintenance and the head of the company, the quarterback of the entire process you, right? So I have my only direct reports are to Corey and then to our investors, which I send out monthly dashboards no later than the 25th of every month with what we like to call our five P's talking through some color commentary, the stake and the sizzle exactly on the health of the property and what's going on for that month. Yeah. And so
0: I think that's kind of the biggest vital point of it is a good COO, or we'll call them an integrator. I think that's More, you know, make things happen, person. Yeah, because as a visionary, me being the visionary, I see ideas and I see, okay, this is where we should be going. But my weakness is I'm not always very detailed, and so Gannon comes in and helps put in the piece of the cog that says, "All right, we can do this. Here's how we're going to get through it. This is what we're
2: going to do." Right? Yeah, and that has been very, very helpful. Yeah, what I really try to do. And if there was anybody listening, wanting to operate properties or work with somebody and bring value to them, the way I try to bring to Corey and Kahuna is, I try to get inside Corey's head as much as possible and see the world through his point of view, right? Look at these things from an owner's perspective and understand and extrapolate from Corey's 40,000 foot hurricane mastermind visionary point of view, how to integrate that into the property level and what systems processes procedures need to be in place to make that happen uh, consistently cuz consistency is the name of the game one time's not going to do anything yeah
0: what do you think the biggest surprise coming into this role has been for you
2: i think that i love all things real estate and i think the biggest surprise is all of the pieces that come into the equation. All of the pieces that get laid out, all the puzzle pieces on the table that we get to manipulate and strategize on how to make work. We're looking at interest rates daily. We are looking at rent comps. We are looking at different software or technology platforms. And we get to put together, it's kind of like mixed martial arts. You see a little bit of this, you see a little bit of that, and then end up with your own fighting style. It's kind of what we're doing in property management and operations. We get to pull all of the best practices we see from around the industry, implement them here in our business, and put our best foot forward.
0: Let's talk about some of our wins too. So let's talk about what you've done on like some of our internet extravagances, right? Let's talk about what you've done there and how we've successfully kind of negotiated.
2: Yeah. So the way you make money in commercial real estate is you increase revenue and decrease expenses. And that is all predicated on a cap rate. So there's a multiple, it's an inverse relationship. The lower the cap rate, the more valuable the property. So what we try to do on a very basic level is streamline expenses and eliminate those where we can. So we have cut costs throughout the portfolio over the last six to eight months to the tune of A couple hundred thousand dollars collectively, which, when you put that on a cap rate, is a few million dollars. Right,
0: but specifically, like, okay, let's talk about the contract that you negotiated at Caroline Creek
2: for the cable. Yes, yeah. So what we did, cable is no longer as valued of an amenity as it used to be. So what we have been able to do across multiple properties is kind of a blend and extend. So we will eliminate cable altogether we will increase our internet bandwidth probably on average about 3 times the speed and we will either maintain the current price or we'll even get a price reduction for that particular property Yeah, and we'll extend that's for, another just for the cable
0: like so another or for the internet so what we've been able to do is able to slash our cable bill which on some properties is pretty expensive like yeah something. some is
2: 5000 a month Yeah. Right?
0: slash that keep the same internet speed, but actually our internet costs maybe slightly go up like 10%, but get three times the speed on the internet and then rewrite a new contract for another five years.
2: Correct. Exactly. We'll go from hundred megs per door to 300 megs per door, something like that. And additionally, we've also done a good job of creating a database of when these contracts expire, because if you don't, Right to these companies within whatever the window is required to, they will auto renew. So if you've got 30, 60, 90 days, whatever it is, you need to have a process by which you can utilize that information and leverage that to control costs. And some of these contracts, they're done six, seven
0: years ago, right? Some, of, some the, of these contracts up are to 10 years. Yes, right. So 10 years ago, someone wrote a contract to somebody and until you ask, they're not going to give you the contract, right? Because they don't want you to have it right? Correct. And because
2: at the end of that 10 years, it auto renews for another 10 years. And they're offering speeds on site at speeds at which they don't even start with their base package any longer. This is technology has rapidly increased in the
0: last 10 years that pricing and that bandwidth makes no sense. Everything's being throttled down. And so, we've noticed this across the portfolio. And this is something Gannon took it on as a project. I'm like, hey, Gannon, we need to know where
2: we're at with all contracts on property, right? Correct. And we've done the same thing with utilities, right? So there's opportunities with utilities. There's deregulated energy brokers that we have utilized in particular markets that have helped us trim costs on electricity. And we have also gone from third party billing companies and taking that in-house where we can have more control, better optics, and operate it.
0: Yeah. So it's been really crazy just to see kind of the whole process of getting all this stuff kind of up and running. And again, this is what a good operator is going to help you do is just find the cheese, right? Because the cheese is out there. And most management companies, they're not really focused on stuff like that. They don't really focus on cost. Most management companies focus on the things that get them paid. Top line growth, right? Right. Most people only focus on the top line side of things. And in today's economy, you've got to focus on all of it. You really have to.
2: Yeah. Right now, over the last year or two, at least at minimum, you're not going to be able to rent increase your way out of inflationary pressures, right? It's hard to even catch up or even maintain with that. So you have got to operate. on a clean, tight budget and manage that appropriately.
1: Hey, would you like to learn more about Kahuna Investments in our deal room? Let's do virtual coffee. Book a 15 minute call with us so we can learn more about your investment goals and how Kahuna Investments can help. Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee to book your call today. Again, that's kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee. Let's have some virtual coffee and get to know one another.
0: Right. Talk about interacting with a controller, our controller. What has that opened you up to just seeing from that angle as well?
2: Yeah, Devon West is our corporate controller. She's based in Houston. She is a wonderful asset. I've learned a lot from her. We have an an internal communication system that we use called Slack, so we can huddle on there on a moment's notice. And we really have been able to fine-tune budgets and manage numbers across the portfolio, look at trends anticipate where things may increase or decrease over the course of a year because seven of our 10 assets are student housing. They operate on a different budget year than a conventional multifamily will. So we put all the pieces together. She can tell me what she's seeing. I can bring things to her if I have questions on the best report to run. If I have a data point that I'm trying to get, she can help me get to that based on her knowledge of the software, which is she's more senior on the software program than I am. So we give and take and she can ask things what I'm seeing in the industry across the whole, if this is expected, there's an ebb and flow and it's a great symbiotic relationship there, yeah. Yeah. What's it like working with a visionary like me? Yeah, you know, it's great. It takes a lot of time and attention and energy because I understand, right, it does. And I think that the magic secret sauce is, I know what Corey Peterson wants and there's an art and a science to delivering that to the world. And how do I most effectively package and present that in a professional, consistent way? Yeah. So it takes time and critical thinking and planning and presentation and then massaging that a lot of back and forth. Plus, Corey's busy, right? All the time. He's a moving target. So trying to get 10 minutes of time with him to get all of these issues addressed. Um can be a challenge he's traveling he's on the podcast circuit he's on stage at events he has a family life so there's a lot of different things going on but we don't work a nine to five job either so we're kind of always on
0: yeah yeah well and i say it takes a certain type of special to deal with mavericks and people like me that run hot at times gannon has to Take some of my crap that I bring, and when I bring it, I don't usually throttle it very well, right? Yeah, well, when
2: Corey's happy, you're going to know it. When he's unhappy, you're going to know it, right?
1: Yeah,
0: and the beautiful thing about the right integrator in your life is they understand you for you. I think that's what Gannon does well, is he understands me. And he'll let me say it without getting too crazy, and he doesn't get the emotional like I do. And then he'll take it. All right, all right, no, let's fix it. All right? let me help fix it. It's been a really nice because I do run hot and cold or, you know, and I just see things and I'm just like, gosh, damn, yeah, we need to fix this. He's like, just hold on, man, hold on. I will get us there.
2: Yeah, I so mean, Corey's genius zone is storytelling, right? And visionary. And that's what brought me into your ecosystem was at the end of every podcast, you would always say, if you believe it, you can achieve it. Your paradise is possible. And I internalized that. And I was like, I want to plug into that system. And so I think that that's why you have been so successful in raising capital is because you can bring people into the vision. So if we can tell that story, which we have, and we brought all of our team, all of our property managers and all of our maintenance supervisors to Kahuna Corporate in Chandler, Arizona last month for a week-long team building session where we hit goals, goals, we work on the traction EOS method. So we did our rocks and people bought into the vision and there was a lot of vulnerability there. People shared some sensitive stuff about themselves and their lives and what they're going through. And I know it can seem cliche, but company culture is huge. And I coach my son's t-ball team, right? And one of the guys one of my assistant coaches played for the Texas Rangers last year, right? He was a pitcher for them and they won the World Series this year and they lost 60 games last year. And I asked them, I said, Garrett, you know, why this year can they win the World Series when last year they lost 60 games? He said, it's team culture, right? It goes across the spectrum. So in a company, a sports team, it really matters. So yeah. I think that's what we bring to the table. We coach hard, but we love hard and we hold people accountable, and they know what's expected of them.
0: Yeah, I totally, totally agree, man. So what do you think has
2: been the most challenging thing you've had to face in this being here? I think the level of pressure, right? Just put on your big boy pants. This is real life. There are real dollars at stake. I get investor calls from people where they want to know exactly what's happening. And we're living in tough times with interest rates where they're at, insurance costs where they're at, coming out of a black swan act of God event with COVID, there have been multiple arrows in our back, right? And we have survived and we have not given any properties back. And a lot of that is attributed to your willingness to put your skin in the game to make these investors whole. And I think that it's sharing the... Idea with investors that there's alignment of interest with us, that we're all in this together, that we have a common goal and we are making markable progress every week towards that. And just like a college professor who you get the right math problem, but they don't care. They want to see the work that went into it. So it's just learning how people like to see information and dealing with the pressure of performing, right? We have a plan. Now we need to go execute and just staying on top of it.
0: Yeah. I think that is usually the biggest boiler. You take that and it's like a pressure cooker, yeah, right? And you put that on your back, you're like, oh, all these things really matter. We have to really pay attention to a lot of
2: these little things and it doesn't go away, right? Yeah. And it's also a tremendous relief when we have a large successful refinance where we can put agency debt on a deal that had meat on the bone that now you get to access, right? So in Greenville, North Carolina, refinanced a deal last month, it closed. And that's a huge sigh of relief. And we're working through two other refis right now that will provide access to capital and free up some room. So deals are getting done in today's environment. Refis are getting done. And I'm grateful to be able to bring those wins home too.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it really is collectively a team effort. I think that's what Gannon brings to the table is just the glue and the accountability of ops, right? And making sure operations get done, right? SOPs, um, you know, SOPs has been our mantra for a while of getting these things written down, getting them where everybody can have access to them. Talk about that for a quick minute.
2: Yeah, SOPs, standard operating procedures. If you Don't have it written down. How can you really expect or hold somebody accountable to the deliverable? There was a book called The E Myth years back, which is kind of the same system. You want to have a machine to where if one of the cogs comes out, you can plug another one back in relatively seamlessly and the machine will keep operating. And these SOPs function as that system to where if anybody comes out, they're sick, emergency happens, we can plug in another team member and there are things that they can refer to in order to get the job done with minimal oversight. Yeah. As
0: a small, newer company, even though Kuna Investments has been around, our management company is not. It's fairly new. It is new. Like that was just started this year. And there's a lot of SOPs that go into that. Gannon's been helping driving that. But even internally with our company, as we grow and expand, what we used to have as a base is now not it. It's like we got to keep getting bigger and more broader and keep updating and creating SOPs and Gannon has really championed that process. So as we bring it to an end, final thoughts, Gannon, as COO, what is your biggest takeaways of the position and how that feels?
2: You know, it's definitely a position of visibility and leadership. I'm grateful for the opportunity and diamonds are formed under pressure, right? Tremendous heat and pressure. And that's something that I just think about. Just want to continue to be a diamond without trying to be too cliche and continue to perform. I hold myself to a high level, a high standard, the same as you. we We're extremely transparent in our business. When we provide financial statements every month to our investors, it goes all the way down to the bank statements and the checks that we write, right? So there's no hiding behind anything. We put it all on the table, and we are expected to perform. And that's what it comes down to. So, I just want to make sure I'm putting my best foot forward in everything I do every morning, pregame, getting up early, getting to the gym, eating healthy, taking care of myself. So when I get in here, I'm ready to work and we run and we run hard. And my whole life is just a lifestyle. It's more than just a job. It's just who I am. Right. And we love the business. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. And the company has been going like this for 10 or 13 years. And I feel that we're right on the verge of going vertical. I'm super excited about our future. And I just want to go push all the chips all in on Kahuna right now and build a legacy here for me and you and our families and take it to the next level. Yeah. Awesome. Well, again, I want to thank you again
0: for taking the time to come on this podcast and sharing a little bit about what you do in our business. For everybody listening right now, we're going to continue the series, kind of interviewing most of my team members that have significant impact of what they do and what it looks like to kind of let you look into the inside of our economy and our system and you know what I don't have it with me darn it don't know why i'm at my home office and i don't have a copy of my new book trust but verify so Corey has created a new book called trust but verify i can't even remember the tag or the, the underlying tag right now so i can go grab you know. a copy yeah no worries But if you'll text the word book to 480-500-1127, so text the word book to 480-500-1127, we will send you a copy of that book for free. And it's a great book if you're looking to passively invest and you have questions and you say, well, I wonder what I should be asking. This is going to help you, it's a great tool to give you some of the insight and questions that you should be thinking about before going into a syndication deal. So guys, listen, success starts with an idea. It starts with that little thing in your mind. And if you grow it and meditate on it and focus on it, you will see success come find you guys. Success doesn't happen by chance, it happens by choice. If you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible.